Hello, my lovely people. Welcome to Staff Room Stories. I'm your host, Emily Aslan, and I'm here to bring you the topics that Australian teachers are talking about behind their closed staff room doors. Join me each episode, usually with an incredible guest, to explore the things we're talking about, as well as the things that we ought to know. Enjoy. Hi there. Welcome to the over halfway mark of term three here in Australia. I don't know about you, but for some reason I expected things to settle a bit by now. Instead, it kind of feels like everything's going nuts still. But rather than dwell on the crazy and the negatives of the moment, I want to dedicate this week's episode to all of our absolutely incredible teacher aides out there. This week in Australia, we celebrate Teacher Aid Week. Some schools prefer to do Teacher Aid Day, but the official date range is August 29th to September 2nd. So that is the week that this episode is going live. So happy Teacher Aid Day slash week slash celebration to every Teacher Aid out there. Individual schools, should they choose to celebrate it, will of course do so on different days. And those celebrations are going to look quite different depending what school you're in. So if you're a teacher aide listening, thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of our profession. I cannot express enough how much you mean to us teachers. Truly, from the bottom of my heart, we see you, we appreciate you, and we thank you this week and every week. For those international listeners, teacher aides can also be known as teaching assistants So they're the other adult in the room who helps keep the lessons running smoothly, assisting students, sometimes individuals, sometimes whole groups of students. They're really there providing their unique expertise to both the students and to us teachers. There are a few different things that I wanted to touch on today, but I want to start out with all the reasons why we love teacher aides. I probably can't list all of them. I don't have enough time for that. But at the very least, I want to talk about a few of the top reasons why us teachers absolutely cannot live without our teacher aides. I have never met a teacher aide who genuinely wasn't worth their weight in gold. Speaking about gold, I'm not going to touch on the subject of pay here, except to say that teacher aides do not get paid their worth. And I'm sure many of the teachers, hopefully all of the teachers listening would agree with that. When you see the work that our teacher aides do, similar to our early childhood educators and childcare workers, it baffles me how little they get paid for the responsibility of caring for and holding close our young people in a capacity that us classroom teachers don't do. But that capacity of our teacher aides is no less, in my eyes at least, it's no less than what we do. It's just different. I see it bandied around a lot, use of the words like how you make use of your TA or how you use your TA in the classroom. And I really struggle with a long time writing this episode script up about how to reword that. I don't like saying teachers use their TAs because I don't think it should be like that. I think we really should be working in collaboration and working together So if there's any members of the leadership teams out there, if you're listening to this, I would strongly encourage you to stop saying how teachers can use their TAs, how the schools use their TAs. Instead, I would turn that language to being more positive and inclusive and realistic in how the teacher and the TA can collaborate and work together. 
So if you want to get ideas from your staff about that, you could, instead of saying, how do you use your TA? You could say, how do you and your TA work together? What support do you provide them? What support do they provide you? And use that sort of a language instead. It's much more respectful of the role that our TAs play and the jobs that they do within our classrooms. So the first reason that I want to talk about why us classroom teachers love our TAs is actually for a whole variety of different reasons. And those reasons come down to what the TA is doing within the classroom. These reasons do look quite different across primary school versus secondary school. And that, and that comes down to the role that the TAs play within those classrooms in the different sectors. So I've worked across secondary school for many years and now I'm working in primary school and I can actually see the difference in what the TAs do within the classrooms in those different roles. For example, in a prep classroom here in Queensland, which is the first formal year of schooling, there is one teacher aide pretty much assigned to every single prep class and they're there to help the teacher on a permanent basis. Then, of course, we have our TAs that work with individual students who need extra assistance and sometimes that can even be a small group of students, particularly if they're in a primary school setting where they are in one classroom. So that TA would be assigned to assisting those particular students. In a secondary setting, they tend to move between the classes with a student that they are assigned to. In an ideal world, that student is someone that they're assigned to for the whole year so they can really get to know them and how they work and their personality quirks and whatever else they need to know. That sometimes, of course, that isn't possible. So teacher aides in secondary schools can move between classes with a student or a couple of students. Perhaps they move around the school at different parts of the day, assisting particular students with particular subjects as opposed to one student in every subject. And of course, across both sectors, you can find teacher aides who float around on various days, lending assistance wherever required. So us classroom teachers, and this will come as no surprise to anyone listening, we have so freaking much on our plates and our teacher aides are a life-saving device for many of us. They are our extra set of eyes and ears in tricky classrooms or in situations with tricky students. They are our organisational helpers picking up the pieces that we let drop. They also catch both us and our classes when we fall. We love them for their ability to connect with tricky students. They know their personalities. They know their routines. Often, particularly in a secondary setting, they will know the students' personalities and routines far better than any of the classroom teachers. And they can also help tricky students to de-escalate tricky behaviours. They know the strategies that work best. They know how to help that student re-engage with the learning while the classroom teacher is focusing on the rest of the class. Or sometimes it can be vice versa where the classroom teacher is assisting a tricky student and the teacher aide is helping with the rest of the class to continue on with their learning in that moment. We love teacher aides for their ability to genuinely help students. They can sit down and work with students in ways that the classroom teacher often cannot. They know how to respond, how to read the signals that the classroom teacher may miss in the moment. They work with small groups of students while the teacher works with other groups. They act as a true second educator in the classroom. They can adapt classwork on the fly to better suit those in their charge. And they often think about that in ways that the classroom teacher doesn't because they often have slightly different training to what the 
classroom teacher has or slightly different professional development. So we might, as a classroom teacher, come up with an activity and the teacher aide may look at that activity and go, oh, actually, for this particular student, let's do it in this way because that's going to be able to suit them and assist them and serve them better than the way that the classroom teacher has come up with. They also have a knack of getting things through to the students when the classroom teacher just can't for whatever reason. Sometimes they'll sit down with the student and just have a chat about the work. Perhaps that's in a slightly more informal way than the flow of the rest of the lesson. They can approach the content from a different angle. And quite often that can help the students to really fully understand the content when they weren't able to do that through just what the classroom teacher was doing. Relief and beginning teachers love teacher aides because they are a source of truth. If the teacher aide has been working at a school for a while, they are an invaluable bucket full of all the little bits of knowledge about the school that often the people like the admin staff don't think to pass on. They know the procedures, the routines, the expectations, sometimes better than the classroom teachers themselves. And you can trust that if you ask a TA something about the school, their answer is honest and spot on. We also all love our TAs for their breath of fresh air and the friendly conversation during the chaos of the day. Having an actual adult to talk to during your lessons or throughout the day can make all the difference to your mental health some days. I know for myself sometimes when I'm having a particularly difficult day with primary school students, for example, being able to have a quick chat with the TAs during the lessons can really keep you grounded and can really breathe some life back into you when you might be otherwise struggling. The second thing I wanted to touch on today was actually how best to work with a teacher aide in your classroom. This is particularly relevant to beginning teachers, but I also know a lot of experienced teachers, particularly in the secondary setting, just don't quite know how to work with their TA sometimes. Obviously, this is going to look slightly different between primary and secondary. As I touched on before, the role of a teacher aide can vary greatly and their expectations can be wildly different between the two sectors. So just bear that in mind. But no matter what the context of your TA, communication is the absolute key. I cannot emphasize this enough. If you let your TA know what's going on, they can actually help out. If they don't know what's happening, if they're walking in blind, they'll have a much higher mental load trying to follow along with the students at the same time as helping them. Of course, I do this all the time, but it's our responsibility as the classroom teacher to lighten that mental load for them wherever we can. If you have a TA permanently assigned to your class, for example, in a primary school setting, building up a good relationship is vital. Obviously, you and the TA are probably going to have different personalities, different teaching styles, but that doesn't necessarily mean you can't work together. Let them know exactly what you want them to help out with and exactly how, but you don't need to be a dictator about it. Communication and compromise, acknowledge and celebrate each other's knowledge and skills. Work with your TA, don't order them about. I've talked to quite a few TAs in my time and they're Number, well, actually, I'm going to say probably the number three bugbear about working as a TA often is the fact that some teachers treat them quite poorly. They look down on them and treat them as if they have no expertise or knowledge of classroom situations. 
they order them about, expect them to do far more with almost no communication. And that blows my mind. We often see TAs being treated as a babysitter or less than the teacher. Please never underestimate their skills, their knowledge, their abilities. Let them know what you're doing in your lessons and then see if they have any feedback. Perhaps they can think of a more constructive way to approach an activity or a better way to group students. If you have a TA in a secondary setting, it will usually be in the context of assisting a single student or a small group of students in your class. In this case, it's even more vital to open and maintain a line of communication. And I know that that rarely happens in a secondary setting. Yes, that is a fault of our system and the time that we don't have, but it is also a fault of ourselves in that we don't open that line of communication ourselves when we are fully capable. We're all grown adults. We can send an email or walk over to another staff room and just say, hey, I'm Emily. You're in my year nine science class this term, working with these people. Let's have a chat. That's all it takes. Absolutely let them know ahead of time what's happening in the lesson so they can assess the best way to assist their student. Print out extra copies of worksheets, or if you're working through PowerPoint, even print out a copy of the PowerPoint that they can keep next to them. Quite often, they'll actually flick ahead to see where the lesson's going. If you're working from different texts, for example, make sure that the TA has a copy for themselves. If you can, give it to the TA ahead of time. And you may actually find that they're able to suggest ways to adapt the lessons or parts of the lessons to better suit the student they're assisting, or perhaps they've seen a similar lesson done by a different teacher and can say, oh, well, actually this part didn't work too well. We might need to rethink it. They may also have ideas for activities that you can implement. And usually that's in the context of helping the student they're assigned to. But what you'll find is that it will actually be more beneficial for the whole class as well. If you have a specialist subject, something like science, for example, or woodworking or cooking, let them know ahead of time if you're doing an experiment or if you're cooking or if you're working in the workshop or whatever it is so that they can come prepared for themselves. For example, they may not realize they need to wear leather enclosed shoes in the lab when you're doing experiments, or they may wish to dress slightly differently for the day, knowing what they're going to be doing that day. But basically, it all boils down to clear timely communication where possible. If your TA changes all the time or you don't get things organized far enough advanced, at least have a quick chat before the day or the lesson to let them know what's going on, even if that's as you're walking in the door. Give them a quick 30-second rundown of the lesson. Say, hey, I'd really love you to help in this particular activity in this particular way. Or, you know, maybe if you have a tricky student, you could say, look, at this point in the lesson when the rest of the class are doing this, Could you take them for a walk to give them a bit of a movement break? Our teacher aides are incredibly resilient and can adapt incredibly fast to what's going on. But as I said before, it's our duty to lessen their mental load wherever possible. We're getting paid the big bucks in comparison to them. So let's shoulder some of that load for them where we can. One teacher in a Facebook group I'm part of said that they actually keep folders in their classrooms to store things like model responses, meta-language, In this case, it was sheets on particular mathematical strategies, that sort of thing. And their TAs know where to find those folders so that they can access them at any point during the lesson, particularly if that teacher's away, so that they can help their students in the best way possible in a subject that they may not be very confident in. 
So if you're thinking of a way that you can help your teacher aid, besides just having that line of communication open, you 100% could prepare a little teacher aid information package, even maybe at the beginning of the term when you're doing your overall planning for the term. And then you could update it as necessary with different things to suit the flow of the term's work. So the third thing I wanted to touch on today was a post I saw again in a Facebook group. This post was by a teacher called Suraj from Queensland, and they were musing about how teacher aides see so much, especially the ones who have multiple different teachers that they work with during the week. They see so many different teachers in action and therefore so many different teaching styles, different approaches. Yes, also all the different shortcomings, but they are truly in a unique position of being able to witness so much of our profession, so much more than any teacher and definitely far more than any member of leadership. We all know we act our authentic teacher selves in front of the TAs, but we tend to polish it up a little bit when we know that there's a member of the leadership team watching. Raj mentioned that a teacher aide had told them some of the positives of their teaching and that the feedback felt like it carried a lot of depth and was well-informed. And that was because the teacher aide had seen them through various situations, whole heap of different lessons, but had also seen a whole heap of different teachers as well. And the teacher aide was making their comments about this teacher and their lesson with all of that knowledge backing them and saying, hey, I've seen all of this stuff before. I really liked how you did X, Y, Z. I just loved that post so much. If you work with a teacher aide who sees a lot of different classes, absolutely you could ask them to give you a little feedback. I would discourage you from making it something big and formal unless the teacher aide wants to because that's just adding more to their plate, but you could genuinely ask for their professional opinion of a lesson or a situation or your teaching style overall. This is going to show them that you really truly value their professional opinion. And remember, these people are in a truly unique position to see what's going on. So getting that feedback from them is getting feedback that you will not get from anybody else. Actually kind of reminds me of a book, one of my favorite books from author Tamora Pierce. And it's a spy book. And in the book, they talk about how set in sort of medieval times and how you know, a woman who is sitting there with her embroidery is overlooked because she clearly cannot be doing anything else except focusing on her embroidery. And to me, I kind of feel like some people treat our TAs that way, that they are doing their job as just a TA, therefore they don't have any knowledge or expertise above the station of a TA, which is false. It is so false. They see far, far, far more than you or I as a classroom teacher ever will. They see all the bits that we miss. They build relationships with the students that we can't. They assist them in ways that we can't. And because of all of that, their knowledge, their expertise is at a whole other level to ours. I'm not going to say here that TAs or teachers are better or worse than each other, but we are different. We serve different roles. And we have different levels of accessibility to the things that we're doing. And in that sense, TAs trump us. They know more. They see more. So please do not ever discount if a teacher aide comes to you with a suggestion about something, 
know that it is truly coming from a place of knowledge and know truly that you are not better than them because you're a teacher and they're a teaching assistant. That is a false narrative and it doesn't serve anyone. Now I'm making that point because I have seen before teachers who operate in that space where they feel like a teacher aide is somehow below them or worth less than them or knows less than them. And most often I actually have come across this by the words of the TAs themselves. So be aware of how you interact with TAs, be respectful of their knowledge, be respectful of their experience, and be respectful of the fact that they do have different experiences to us and that they are just as valuable. But I can honestly say I'd never thought about that side of TAs before about the fact that they see so many teachers and therefore can give such honest, amazing feedback on your practice. TAs see the whole school, the good and the bad, but because they're just TAs, they often get overlooked when really they're a source of knowledge and truth and inspiration. But it's a damn shame they get overlooked because the incredible, indispensable impact they have on our schools and our students and our families and even us as teachers We don't thank them enough. So please, this week, truly celebrate your TAs in whatever way you can. I know some schools will host a morning tea. Some will take over their playground duties, for example. If you know you're at a school that's overlooking this whole thing, there is definitely so many things that you yourself could do. You could offer to take a playground duty from a teacher aide to give them a bit of a rest one day. You know, plenty of schools will do things like chocolates and writing kind messages, that sort of thing. If you're in a school that you know is not organizing something, please, please take it upon yourself to set something up. We need to show our TAs the place that they hold in our schools, and that place is irreplaceable. So I want to end with a quote from Teacher Siraj. Teacher aides are like connective tissue supporting and giving structure to the organs, but also helping move things around, making everything just work as a whole. Thank you, teacher aides. We see you. We appreciate you. We cherish you. We thank you. If you'd like to continue the conversation, Come and join us over on Facebook in the group called The Teacher Community by Staff Room Stories. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Staff Room Stories. You can also check out the blog at www.staffroomstories.com for full podcast episode transcripts, as well as articles about a whole range of other staff room topics. If you liked what you heard today, I'd love for you to tell your friends and colleagues about this podcast. And if you would leave me a review on whatever service you're listening through, this helps others to find us. Thank you for gifting me some time out of your day. I hope the rest of it treats you well.